Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Before we start our story tonight, let's look in briefly on the McGee's. Traveling, gardening, painting pictures, hobby shop. What are you doing, McGee? I'm making a list of things folks like to do when they retire. <laughs> well, add sitting to that list, will you? <laughs> That's what you like to do. Anyway, who's retiring? Well, not me. Not yet. But retirement is something that every man jack of us thinks about from time to time. Every woman jealous of us, too, McGee. Well, go ahead now. There's more to retiring than just thinking about it. Uh-huh. Retirement, that is really carefree retirement, has to be planned for. And the best way to start is with a prudential retirement income plan. And the best time to start is right now while you're earning money. With a prudential retirement income plan, you can be sure of a monthly income when you reach the age you want to retire at. And you'll get this regular income, money coming in every month for just as long as you live. Well, Molly, did you want to say something? Yes, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Folks, why don't you call your prudential agent? He'll tell you how you can see all your retirement dreams come true with a Prudential Retirement Income Plan. Oh, it's a nice, quiet, peaceful afternoon at 79 Wistful Vista. And Mr. McGee is enjoying it to the utmost. Oh, it's sure nice to relax, kiddo. Mm-hmm. Spread out in my big easy chair, my new carpet slippers on my feet. Yeah. Well-drawing alfalfa in my mouth. Funny pic... Dad, rather, wouldn't you know that somebody would... Who in the world can this be? Uh, I got no time to lose. Hiya, Molly. I need my lightweight airplane suitcase, quick. The one you borrowed for Chicago last fall. Oh, of course, Doctor. I'll run and get it right away. Well, what's all the fuss and fury, Fatso? Thanks, Molly. I'm flying to Miami in 40 minutes. Yeah? Under your own power or by plane? Plane, funny man. Lucky, got the last reservation. Oh? Only plane till tomorrow, and tomorrow'd be too late. Hey, old-timer, where are you with that suitcase? Old-timer, boy, you are in a swivet. Molly's the one that's getting the suitcase, remember? Molly, the one in the dress? Well, this is my other one. Here's the suitcase, Doc. Hi, Johnny. Set it right here so I can transfer my stuff. Old-timer's going to the airport with me and drive my car back. Boy, the way you're moving around here. Hey, hey, what you doing scattering your clothes all over our living room floor? I'm reducing the weight of my baggage. Switch to the light suitcase. Keep it down to 40 pounds. Here's your suitcase, Doctor. Sorry we didn't return it before. Oh, that's all right, Molly. Old timer, help me stuff this stuff in, will you? Oh, sure, Doc. Well, I'll just sit here out of your way, Docky. What you going to Miami in such a hurry for? Medical board checking on your license or something? No, I'm going to read a paper at the medical convention. Oh? What paper are you going to read? The Gazette? Because you can borrow one of ours if you leave Dick Tracy. No, Clabberhead, a medical paper. Dr. Flexer, a friend of mine, wrote it. They just phoned me from Miami. Flexer got bit by an alligator on a sightseeing trip. He can't stand up. Alligator don't feel so good either, they say. (laughs) This is Doc's chance to shine in medical circles, so he tells me. Well, we're all repacked. Now, let me check. Money, hat, suitcase, ticket. Now, just a second. Where are my keys? Yep, got everything. And 35 minutes to get to the airport. Come on, old-timer, we'll just make it. Goodbye, McGee, Molly. I'll send you a coconut from Florida. So long, kid. Oh, so long. Have a nice trip. Good luck. (laughs) Boy, 
I haven't seen old Fatback move that fast since the night he was sitting here listening to the radio with us and word came through that the pot of gold was calling his number. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know that front screen door of ours with the Dr. Gamble-shaped hole in it is still sitting in our garage? <laughs> he didn't get home in time to catch the call either. Which just proves the old saying that haste makes waste. Although how a guy with a waist his size can make any haste at all is more than I can figure. <laughs> well, I hope he makes his plane all right. He certainly deserves he to... He won't get to Florida. That's just what I'm saying. If he'd take things easy, he'd be better off. For all his rushing around, he'll wind up not getting to Florida at all. What do you base that on? I base it on he went through here so fast, he laid his plane ticket down to find his keys and forgot to pick up his plane ticket again. Oh, McGee, don't tell me. Well, there it is. Boy, he was rattled like a pair of army dice. Heavenly days, what'll he do? He'll come on back home when he gets to the airport, I guess. No more planes out to Florida today. Plenty of other doctors know how to read anyhow. Somebody else will read the dad of paper. McGee, are you actually going to sit there and let him miss that plane? No. So grab your hat and coat and come on. We can catch him at the airport. Good. Put on your coat and hurry up. I'll run out and start the car. Oh, no. Huh? The car's out of gas. Oh, oh. dear. Remember last night we coasted into the driveway and you said... Dad rat the dad ratted luck. That's what you said. Your very words. Oh, McGee, what are we going to do? A cab, a cab. I'll get a... Hello, operator. Hello, operator. Give me the cab company and have... No, no, Mert. Not now, Mert. It's an emergency. Yeah, quick. Hello, cab company. Rush a cab to 79... There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Winning the Cold War struggle for men's minds, winning it for peace and freedom, is the major task of our time. It's vital to our families and ourselves. You can do your part to help your country and the free world by giving Radio Free Europe your vigorous support. Radio Free Europe is the independently operated American-managed network that broadcasts programs of truth and hope across the Iron Curtain. These programs reach millions of eager listeners in the Kremlin's own backyard. The Soviet-enslaved satellite nations of Poland, Czechoslovakia, Hungary, Romania, and Bulgaria. They give these people straight news, fresh hope, new strength to resist communist oppression. They expose red lies about America and the free world. Support Radio Free Europe. Strengthen its power for peace and freedom. Do it with your truth dollars. Mail them, as many as you can afford, to Crusade for Freedom care of your local postmaster. I still don't know how you got over to our house so fast, bud, but I got a hand to you. I barely hung up the phone when you were there. Well, two-way radios and all our cabs, Mr. McGee. I was just around the block from your house when the call came, and I... You think we'll make it, son? It's terribly important. I'll sure try, ma'am. Come on, come on, lady, step on it. Doggone it, look ahead. Ain't this traffic a mess? All the Sunday drivers are out. The women Sunday drivers. And they're the worst kind. Now, McGee, it isn't just women. What do they do? All get together for lunch and then say, Come on, girls, let's get in the car and go out and louse up traffic? Give them the horn, give them the horn. Yeah, it won't do any good, but... How much longer before the plane leaves? About 12 minutes, I think. All right, go, go, go. You can scoot around them. Well, the light's turning red. You can make it go. Gosh, I hope nobody was looking. Don't you worry, son. Keep a heavy foot on that gas pedal. McGee, you mustn't tackle him. Hmm? He's already got his cap on backwards like Barney Oldfield. Now what's all... Oh, look at that. Repairing the street. Well, it just looks like Dr. Gamble just wasn't meant to go to that convention. Turn around, boy. Make a U-turn. Go to the next corner and cut over to Oak Street. Well, I'm not supposed to do that, but here goes. If they catch me, they can take my driver's license away. Don't you worry, boy. 
Practically all the city officials are my lodge brothers down at the Elks. Nothing's going to happen to... Swing around that truck now! Well, I don't... Okay. Oh. And you talk about women backseat drivers. McGee, sit back here and let the boy drive his cab his own way. I wish you two wouldn't keep calling me boy. I'm 27 and married and I got three kids. Excuse me, Mr... Uh... Uh, Fraser, Mrs. McGee. George Fraser. You just let George do it and I'll get you there. Make a left here. Make a left, George. Yeah, but that's not... A shortcut. Go on, George, now. Wow. I was trying to tell you, a left turn is illegal at that corner. Hey, look back, will you? See if any cops are following us. You just leave the cops to me. I know how to handle them. He's had lots of practice. Well, thank goodness we're getting there anyhow. Yeah, but not fast enough. As Martha Washington says to her husband when they discovered a bug on the front porch at Mount Vernon, step on it, George. <laughs> I'm going 45 and 30 miles on now, Mr. McGee. They can't do any more to you if you're going 60 than 45, can they? No, so come on, let's get there. There it is up ahead, folks. We'll just barely make it. You drive us as close to the loading gate as you can, George, and wait there while I dash out and see if oh, I... Oh, McGee. Listen, what's that? I don't hear anything. Uh-oh, I knew it. Now look back, will you, Mr. McGee? I don't dare. Don't slow down. Well, I got to. We're here. Oh, oh here comes trouble. Now, you handle it while I... Oh, look, there's Doc and the old-timer. Hey, Doc, your ticket. Here, take it and get on your plane. Thanks, BB Brain, but it's just a little high to jump. Huh? Was... Was that it? Last plane to Miami today, Johnny. Doc's cooked. McGee, come help this poor young man. Yeah, come on over, Doc. This is your responsibility in the first place. What? I'm going through a red light against the signal and making an illegal U-turn, and I don't know how many other violations. Now, officer, I can explain. This man was acting under my orders, and I was acting under my doctor's orders. And here's my doctor in person. Take it away, Dr. Gamble. Oh-ho, you! No use, McGee. He nailed me, too. Look. Wow. Three tickets. That's nothing to what this hacky's going to get. Uh, Mr. McGee, you, you I'll, uh, I'll help you with your speeding fine, George. But he wasn't speeding. Huh? This jet pilot was simply flying too, too low. The judge will have to ground him and confine him to quarters. And close quarters at that. Come on now, Space Ranger. The wild blue yonder is waiting. Isn't that a mess? All Doc Gamble's fault. My fault? You chucklehead. Nobody would have gotten any tickets and I'd have gotten my plane if you just sat home where you belonged and minded your own business. What? I realized I'd left my plane ticket at your house within five minutes. That's right, Johnny. I turned right around and went back. Wasted ten minutes hunting for you. Your car was in the garage. And then I broke all the speed laws getting out here. Got three traffic citations and missed my plane. Thank you, McGee. Thank you for nothing. Come on, old timer. Uh, well, some gratitude. Upset. Hmm. Didn't even offer to drive us home. And me still in my carpet slippers. Well, come on, let's grab a cab. All right, but on one condition. I know, I know. Okay, I won't say a single solitary word. We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. You have a friend and a dependable one, too, who's with you right now and all through the busy day. I mean, of course, your radio. A constant companion you can depend upon for the very best in entertainment. Entertainment, for example, to lighten your daytime chores and speed those tiring workday hours on their way. In the mornings, there's Mary Margaret McBride, whose informed commentary covers a wide range of fascinating subjects, from world affairs to household hints. 
And morning listening also means quiz fun with two favorite question and answer shows, Strike It Rich and The Phrase That Pays. Then in the afternoon, dramatic entertainment with your longtime friends like Just Plain Bill, Stella Dallas, and Young Widder Brown. And dramatic entertainment of a different sort with a new favorite, the engaging daytime serial Hotel for Pets, an unusual NBC feature with an amusing, refreshing theme. All these and many more, Monday through Friday, on NBC. I'm worried about that nice young cab driver. We ought to do something about it. After all, we were responsible. Yep, I was. I've been thinking about it all evening, and I'm going down to the police tomorrow and take the whole blame. Oh, dear. Say, just what is the penalty for reckless backseat driving? I don't know. They'll probably shoot me. What? Out to the road gang for a few days. Oh. I'll know more about it tomorrow. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and the motorcycle officer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Herb Bygren as the taxi driver. Well, as I've often said, our hero has a positive genius for messing things up. You may not think it could be worse, but you haven't heard tomorrow night's program yet. So plan to join me then, won't you? And we'll know more about it along with Mr. McGee. This is John Wall bidding you all good night. Friends, crippled children need clinical care, muscle training, special schooling. But most of all, they need to belong, to be part of the everyday life about them. Don't leave them sitting on the sidelines of life because they're handicapped. Help them by giving generously to Easter Seals. Send your contributions today to crippled children in care of your local post office. Join the great Gildersleeve for more fun in Summerfield tonight on the NBC radio network.